This is News Talk 980 CKNW. Well, as you've been hearing in the news, an evacuation order has now been issued for Williams Lake. Many people leaving the area last night. Joining us to talk about this and what the situation looks like this morning is Walt Cobb. He is the mayor of Williams Lake. Mayor Cobb, thank you so much for being with us. Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing this morning? Well, um, we're still here. The, uh, I'm still at the fire center, and, and there's some people starting to show up again to go back to service. They, we shut it down, uh, oh, it was maybe 2 o'clock in the morning, and uh, the most of the traffic had gone. There was, there was The lineups were gone, So uh, and I started getting emails or texts from people that were at Little Fort or Kamloops or that kind of thing. We got a constant record of where the bus loads of people were. So, uh, yeah, it uh, it's very quiet here. It's not as smoky as it has been. I'm surprised. I thought it would we wouldn't be able to see outside, but uh, it's not as smoky as it has been. The wind was very strong last night, but uh, we haven't had a report from the fire center yet. So I don't know whether there's anything new started or, uh, but it it looks it looks calm right now. Well, that is uh, some good news. And now, when you say you're still at the fire center, are you still in Williams Lake? Yes, so for certainly. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was it like yesterday when the evacuation order came in? I know a lot of people had already left voluntarily. What was it like when the order came in, though, for people to leave? Oh, it was <laughs> mayhem, really. Uh, the traffic was, well, I, I likened it to uh, rush hour in Vancouver. Uh, we don't see that up here, but they were lined up for, for miles uh, in all directions at the junction heading, coming from the north, because they had to come from the north way as well as, as in town, as well as the evacuees from out uh, Risky Creek and, and the Chilcotin. So the the traffic was very, very long. From I had calls from people as in Little Fort, uh, when the lineup was still here. So you can imagine a traffic jam for over 200 kilometers. Wow. Uh, Talk a bit about, you mentioned that things seem a bit calmer this morning, which is good news, but it was being described yesterday before the order was issued of of the worst-case scenario. What happened with that fire that forced that order to be put in place? Well, the fire we thought would come down the valley, but it didn't. It jumped the river and went up the side hill and blocked our exit out of town that was our main concern and that was it wasn't that close to the city itself yet but with it stopping the traffic uh, we felt we better evacuate while we still had an access out our plan was always to go to Prince George uh, and that's what all the all the directions all of RCMP were all lined up ready to go and then when the when the fire uh, got on both sides of the road we had to go to plan B, which was to get permission to go through 100 Mile, which had already been evacuated, and go through the Little Fort Way. So uh, we had to go to plan B, and it, but it worked. Everybody seemed patient, as patient as you can be in the situation. Mm-hmm. And we got everybody out. And where did everybody go? Or where do you know where they are now? Uh, some went, okay, from from 100 Mile, you go over to Little Fort, and you could go south to Vancouver, or south to Kamloops, or you could go north to Prince George. So uh, as Kamloops was filling up, they started where they could get messages out to people suggested that they go north to Prince George. Now, there was a time last night uh, when they the fire died down, 
and of course the RCMP were on top of it all, and there was a window of opportunity, and at the junction here in Williams Lake, there was a bunch of traffic that was directed to Prince George, so they were allowed to go through the north route to get to Prince George, where we had planned it in the first place. Mm. When um, when we see these orders, we often see people do stay behind or people uh, don't follow the order. Do you know, are there still residents that have chosen to stay in Williams Lake in the area? I don't know that yet, but I would assume there's some, yeah. I haven't seen any vehicles yet other than the ones coming in here to the fire hall, but uh, it's quite possible. I mean, it's still early. There could be people out and around yet. And when you say the the fire jumped the river, uh, can you describe that a little bit uh, for people that that might not know the area or know just how significant that is? Well, yeah, it's well, it's the Fraser River, which everybody knows is a fairly big river, and uh, the winds came up and they were strong enough that the fire did come to this side. Our concern that it was going to come up the valley, which would work like a funnel and and uh, right up right up the valley and and of course in a valley like that it gets much hotter and uh, it works like a blowtorch once it comes out the other end it can spread in any direction and thank goodness that did not happen. Uh, have have there been any structures or, or any damage that you know of at this point? Not at this point that I have heard well yes there are of course out in the outlying areas but none in the city itself that I am aware of this morning. Right. And in the outlying areas, do you know what, what type of structures may have been lost? Oh, there were homes, there were ranches, there were, yeah, anything that was in the past, yeah. I, but I don't have a count yet. Uh, you would probably have to get that from the regional district because they, they have monitored all those. But out out west where there was no, they don't have cell phones and things like that, so if the phone line's down, they're not going to know until the helicopters are able to fly over and see what, what's left. How would people, if people are in those areas, how would people know to to leave? Would it be the the smoke and and seeing physically seeing the fire come closer, or how would they know when it's time to get out? Uh, by the radio, for the most part. Have you talked to anybody that that has lost their their ranch or that has lost their property? No, I haven't been able to get a hold of them. I know the Millers had a fire out there, and I've known them for years, and. Um, I, I'm under the impression that they've lost everything but their home. Hmm. And what does that mean as far as like out structures? Does it animals? Yeah. Well, I, I don't know about the animals, uh, but, uh, they have barns, they have machine sheds, they have, uh, bunk houses for their employees, all those sorts of things. So I was told they lost everything but their home and it was, I don't know how they saved their home, but it was a little bit. I know where it was, and it was a little bit of a distance from some of the other outbuildings. So maybe because of the lawn or the whatever, it meant they managed to save it. Hmm. Uh, I know you said you hadn't uh, been given an update yet this morning, but things are a bit more calm in the area. What's the game plan for today? Well, we were up until we shut down last night. We were getting uh, briefings from the fire center uh, every hour. So I would imagine they will start at eight, not before. Well, I, I don't know. They might start before 8, uh, but uh, at least at 8, and then we'll get an update. And, of course, our fire crews will be, uh, from here, we'll go out in the round and monitor, see what happened, and see if there was any, any uh, you know, structural fires or anything like that. But the fire department was not called out last night, so I think everything is fine. The RCMP are out there uh, patrolling, for sure, 
like you said, we had 150 RCMP in town, so they would have been patrolling all night as well after they finished directing traffic, of course. <laughs> well, and, and that's unfortunately one of the w- the stories that we've been hearing from other places where the evacuation orders are in place. Uh, the RCMP then have to watch out and make sure nobody's looting or, or up to no good. Yes, and we have, uh, and I don't know whether they've arrived yet, but we had, there was 300 military as well that were employed to come uh, when this, if the evacuation did happen, which it did. So I would assume as soon as they can land, they will be here. Some of them were in Kamloops, some of them were in Prince George. Uh, they didn't want to stay cl- Well, we had enough trouble feeding the firemen and the policemen that were here without 300 more uh, people we had to try and feed. So uh, it, uh, they were elsewhere and within, supposedly they were w- within an hour of getting here. Uh, what do you think about the response so far in dealing with the state of emergency? I'm really impressed with how our people handle it anyway. It uh, it was a little bit more difficult in the rural areas because of the communication problems and things like that. But I'm really impressed with my staff here and what they've been able to do. And to my knowledge, everybody is out safe. That is uh, that is very, very good news. Uh, if people are looking for information, if, if there are Williams Lake residents, uh, what should they do? As you said, the people in the, the more rural areas listening to radio, uh, what about evacuees and people who are now waiting for information on, on coming home and what they should do next? Well, we'll be, we'll be doing everything we can with all the media. Uh, we, we can... Uh, uh, yeah, some of them we have contact with, and we have... Uh, what they call Embridge, which is everybody that has registered with us with their cell phones or whatever, we can put out a notification like that. We did that last night, actually, because when when Kamloops was starting to get filled up, they were phoning and concerned that they weren't going to, you know, people were going to get there because they were going to be tired, they were going to be cranky, and then not be able to get any accommodation. So we sent out notices through Embridge, which anybody that registered with their cell phone would know where they had to go. Uh, also, a 1-800 number was set up with the Red Cross, so and the Red Cross was up to date on, on where they could go and find accommodation once, once they started filling up. So, yeah, there are we have ways of communicating, and I'm sure they'll be listening to the to the news and the local radio stations to when they when we will be able to come home. At this stage of the game, if we because we haven't had any damage yet, uh, we may be able to come home sooner, but. Uh, uh, we'll just have to wait and see what what the prognosis is when when we hear from the fire center and whatnot. Uh, with no damage, see once there's a fire and homes are burnt and everything, you have to go back in. You have to make sure the power's on. You got to make sure the gas is. You know there isn't going to be an explosion. All those sorts of things. So far, that has nothing like that has happened here. So uh, the return may be faster depending on the fires, of course. Well, that is that is some good news as well. And as you said, it sounds like the winds have died down and, and the weather seems to be cooperating a bit more this morning. For now, anyway, yeah. All right. Well, Mayor Cobb, I appreciate you joining us uh, to talk to us this morning. Thank you so much. And I hope that uh, the fast, uh, speedy return uh, is, is able for the residents there. Thank you again so much. You're welcome.
All right, that is uh, Walt Cobb. He is the mayor of Williams Lake. Williams Lake currently under an evacuation order. As you heard, uh, a traffic line of about 200 kilometers last night, that after the evacuation order was brought in around 6 p.m. yesterday. We will keep you up to date on what is happening in not just the Williams Lake area, but throughout the province. The various wildfires uh, still burning, what's happening at the evacuation centers, and uh, bring you all of the latest information as we can. So stick with us right here on News Talk 980 CKNW. Vancouver's News, Vancouver's Talk. This is News Talk 980 CKNW.